Hi, this is John Ratzenberger. That's right, the same John Ratzenberger that played the part of the very handsome mailman on the TV show Cheers. Now, it's a little-known fact that, in my heart, I'm just a country boy. Welcome to the NutriBlends Animal Ag Podcast, where we tell the truth about American agriculture. On this podcast, false rumors are run out of town. Misleading marketing gets called out for what it is, and you better have good science to back up your claims or you're getting a boot. You hear me? I'm John Ratzenberger, coming to you from Nashville, Tennessee. Not all trace minerals are created equal and thus don't perform the same in today's livestock and poultry. Differences in trace minerals affects the animal's ability to utilize them in different manners. We will discuss the differences in products and why they perform the way they do. Dr. Wires earned his doctorate in animal science with an emphasis in ruminant nutrition from Oklahoma State University. Prior to joining Zimpro, Dr. Wires worked as an independent dairy nutritionist, consulting for large herds in Texas, New Mexico, and Kansas, I believe. Welcome, Dr. Wires. Thank you, John. Great to be here. Now, can you explain the differences in the varieties of trace minerals on the market? Yeah, John. So there are three distinct varieties of trace minerals that we can feed our animals. There, there are inorganics, there's organics, and then there's a category called performance minerals. So your inorganics, they're the most basic, they're the most inexpensive, uh, and, and they're useful but they can only do so much for an animal. It's almost like when, have you ever cut down a tree before, John? Tons, yeah. Okay, tons. We, we all do. You would rather use, uh, you can use an ax, but you'd rather use a chainsaw. I so would. there's very basic and cheap ways to do things, or there's a more higher performance way to do things. So they're useful, but they can only do so much for your animal. The second category is organic trace mineral. Any trace mineral that is linked to a carbon-containing molecule is, by definition, organic. However, how well a trace mineral performs depends first on how strong and stable that link is to its carbon-containing molecule, and secondly, how vital that molecule is to the animal health and performance. Zimpro performance minerals, these are trace minerals that are bound to an amino acid ligand to ensure that they can help maximize the genetic potential of your animals. While organic trace minerals are bound uh, to a molecule containing carbon, uh, performance minerals are trace minerals bound to the amino acid ligand. This results in a mineral that's soluble, stable, absorbable, metabolically active. That's why when you feed Zimpro performance minerals, you are, we are seeing uh, uh, increased milk production amongst many other things. So do do inorganics get utilized by the animal at all? Sure, John, but an animal cannot reach optimal performance when fed this type of mineral alone because absorption of inorganic minerals, it's limited and it's often inconsistent. With inorganics, there are three pathways that they can take through an animal's body. So one will pass right through. Basically, the animal eats it and it ends up on the ground. Uh, one is blocked or it's, it's bound to an antagonist, and one allows for partial absorption. The low solubility 
and limited or unavailable absorption sites would cause 100% excretion of an inorganic trace mineral. Animal eats it, it goes straight through, doesn't get absorbed, doesn't produce any kind of performance response. The second pathway, antagonists. These can play a role in rendering an inorganic trace mineral unavailable to the animal. Some of the inorganic trace mineral can be utilized if it doesn't encounter an antagonist and it gets absorbed via a simple metal ion transporter into the enterocyte cell. So bottom line, inorganic trace mineral absorption is highly variable and it depends on genetics, stress level, diet, source, and uh, the presence of antagonists in the diet. I see. Yeah. Now, does the chemical structure allow for the improvement in performance? Absolutely. Uh, and remember, for a trace mineral to be used by the animal, they must be absorbed from the digestive tract and distributed into the bloodstream, to the organs, to the tissues, to the enzyme systems. This is what's utilizing uh, the, the metal ion that we're trying to get into the animal. Due to the chemical structure and bond strength, Zimpro performance minerals are stable in the harsh pH of the stomach, yet remain intact and are absorbed into the small intestine and pterocyte to be utilized. And John, we have research that shows significant changes with gene expression in the liver, so in many different tissues. So we see it in the liver, the hoof, the mammary tissue, gut tissue, and the skin. So it's affecting many areas in the animal's body to improve, to improve import, uh, performance. So how does Zimpro performance minerals actually get absorbed? So Zimpro performance minerals, they utilize a unique pathway for absorption through the, through the highly active amino acid transporters. These allow the trace mineral to be efficiently absorbed into the cell and later released into the bloodstream. This, this then results in a higher delivery of trace minerals to all organs, tissues, enzyme systems within the animal. This only happens if the complex is soluble, stable, and absorbable. Oof. Is trace mineral bioavailability important? Bioavailability is vital, but it's not enough. What you're really looking for is mineral retention, and performance minerals must be more than just bioavailable. They must be metabolically available for the animal. And that's why Zimpro performance minerals, they're more than bioavailable, they're metabolically available, and they deliver consistent improved animal performance. I mean, right now we have over 240 peer-reviewed journal articles in multiple species. And what I like to see across all of our research is that we're not just seeing it in dairy cows. We're seeing performance responses in dairy cows and calves. We're seeing it in beef, poultry, swine, fish, horses, dogs, cats. So it's working in multiple uh, different animal models. Even fish? Even fish. Yes, that's sir. A, that's incredible. So to summarize our discussion, for the animal to maximize the trace minerals they are fed, they should have a strong and efficient molecular structure, be soluble, stable, absorbable, and metabolically available. Is that correct? That's correct. Feeding animals correctly includes having the best trace minerals for them to perform and reach their genetic capability. I'd like to thank Dr. Wires from Zinpro for joining us today and encourage our listeners to tune in next week to see what's on tap in animal agriculture.